Hello and welcome back. This is Zero to Dream Life Twice. I'm your host, Austin Martin, and I am here in my home office. So as you know, as of yesterday, my backstory, how I got to this point in my life, it was very long. I do not plan to have my podcast that long every time. Uh, I just had to really dig deep and let you know where it is that I came from. So today, I'm going to go ahead and jump right in here to a little story that I realized um, this is what what has been holding me back and how I learned how to get over it. And it actually comes from my father who has taught me more in this life than, whew, man, I hope I can teach my kids as much as I've learned from him. That's all I know. Um, so my dad, he grew up. He had... 12 kids in his family, or 12 brothers and sisters, I'm sorry, so I believe there's 13 total. And as you can imagine, with 13 children, you don't have a ton of money, a bunch of spare money, normally at least. And unfortunately, they also did not have a father figure, so uh, not much guidance there. Obviously, you're growing up with your brothers and sisters, your parents, or your mother can only do so much, so I'm sure you learned a ton of things, probably not always the best things from your older siblings, as you can imagine. And if you just picture yourself in that situation, I'm sure it it had to be tough. Um, I grew up with a very good childhood, so it's kind of hard to imagine, but I'm sure you just felt lost. And, you know, without that guidance, you probably easily could just fall into uh, some bad habits or going to school and taking the normal route. But instead, um, my dad knew that he didn't want to be in poverty for his whole life. So he knew that if he wanted to make his way out, if he wanted to get out, he had to make his own way out. And he had a plan. He was young. He was only about 14, 15. But what he started to do was he would walk or ride his bike up to the nearest car dealership. He loved cars. He always has and always will. So he knew that was part of his passion, and he just wanted to be around cars. So, I mean, from that young of an age, he started walking miles to this car dealership. And without anybody asking or telling, all he did was start picking up trash in the parking lot. That's it. Over and over, every day he came back and picked up trash in the parking lot. And obviously, if you can imagine, after a while, people started to notice And before you know it, the owner actually came out and had a conversation with him, kind of asked him what was going on and why, why he was there doing (laughs) what he was doing. Cause it's strange, you know, you're not seeing young kids do that every day. So unfortunately, since he was so young, uh, there's nothing at the time that the owner could do. Um, he couldn't really get his first job, but guess what? The day came when he was old enough to get a job. And you know where he went? Right back to that dealership. You know how fast he got that job because he provided value first? He gave them value. He showed what a hard worker he was going to be. And in return, he got this job like that. Blink of an eye. So as you can imagine, this was a big transformation for him. He just walked right in, got his own own job. He built this path for himself. And... Very quickly, he became one of the best employees that this company had. So over the years, he became one of the best car salesmen um, around our our town. 
and he built a name for himself. He kept growing and growing, uh, moving to different dealerships, bigger dealerships, uh, larger positions, until he got pretty much to the top um, of two dealerships where he was managing both of these very large, um, well, one was Ford and one was Honda. So these were very large dealerships, some of the biggest ones around up in Michigan, and he was managing them. So he went from picking up parking lots, picking up trash out of parking lots to now managing some of the most expensive dealerships around. And he built that path on his own. It's like just, just seeing that gives me inspiration to, to become someone better. But not only that, it doesn't end there because something terrible happened. Being the manager of two large dealerships, as you can imagine, he was making very good money, which he was able to provide a very good childhood for myself and my siblings. But then a large, a larger dealership, a larger name came and purchased both of those dealerships. When this happened, he lost everything because they had their own employees. He now had a large house, some nice cars, and some very large bills piling up. Without a job, what did he do? He didn't give up. He didn't sit in his room and cry and just hope for change. He went out and busted his freaking butt. I remember being young and he would go out at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night to clean houses to he would be down on his hands and knees scrubbing floors and doing anything and everything to make money to provide for his family to keep paying these bills no matter what it took he did it oh he's he is one of my biggest inspirations for this for these exact reasons he's incredible so Obviously, this was tough, and with working those side jobs, it's, it still was never quite enough to pay these big bills that he had he had built up over the years. So, I'm sorry about that. So, internally, obviously, he's, he's struggling mentally, physically, working all these hours, and you're, you're going to hit a wall eventually. And he's not sure what he's going to do at this point because it's getting to the point of, you know, you have to get rid of everything and you're going to have to rebuild your life. But instead, what does he do? He's like, I've been the best car salesman in all of this city all around. And he decides he's going to build his own dealership. You know, I've done it. I've done it for years. He's been the man for 20 years. So he does. He does exactly that. He starts a small dealership right in the center of our of our town, and he's doing well. You know, he's making sales. Um, he knows everybody in the town. He's grown up there his whole life. I grew up there my whole life, and the word got out, and he did very well for himself. So well that he was able to buy a bigger place, and with the bigger place comes bigger responsibility and he ended up getting a partner. I actually worked there through high school. I was not very motivated as you know, so 
I wish I would have done more with it um, looking back. But I'd go there and just wash cars here and there. Not Nothing too crazy because I was lazy at the time. But I saw all the cars he had in this building, and, and he built it, and I watched him build it, and it was an incredible thing to watch. And years later, from being the manager of these two buildings to getting fired and going through all of this, the struggle, he, he had a, he did sell his home. We had a very large home that we technically did not need. Um, we had definitely had abundance and that made it harder for him to, um, you know, spend time with us when you have to focus on those bills and things. So what happened was <laughs> when he got fired, that company that had their own employees, they went through seven individuals in one year trying to replace his spot. Like he was, he was literally so good at the position he was in. It took a year and seven people to not even fill his place yet. They didn't even fill it. They were still going through people. And that was just one building. I don't even remember how many in the other building. So there's, there was teens probably 15, 16, 17 people going through this position that they couldn't fill. And now he had his own dealership and obviously it wasn't as big and he had a lot more stress. So the day came that this dealership came back to him. They offered him his position and he took it. He sold his half of the dealership. He went back to the dealership his old dealerships with a new name now and he became the head manager and guess what he hated it now everything changed it was a huge corporation he had no freedom yes he was making great money again but it wasn't the same and it was it was a terrible place to be in i remember him being miserable every day because of the way he was treated his employees didn't want to be around him they were just rude everyone cared for themselves so what does he do he looks for a way out. He makes his own path. He says, okay, well, what am I good at? I'm good at selling cars and dealing with individuals, not, not employees that work for him, but actually selling to the public. So he makes them an offer as he wants to step down and do what he's best at. And for the last, I'd probably say, I'm not not exactly sure. I'd probably say the last five years, four or five years, he has been the number one salesman every single month for years now. I think, I think maybe one month, maybe one month out of years, someone beat him by like one car. I think I remember him telling me that because he was pretty upset about it. And I'm like, Dad, you do you know like? Do you know? Do you realize your accomplishments? Do you know how much love and passion you have for your life and providing value for others? Like that, oh, it's so inspiring. And I just want to live up to those standards. So now he is the number one salesman. He's month after month, he gets cards, he gets flowers, he gets all these things sent to his office all the time. And every time I talk to him, He's telling me just these success stories of, of helping individuals. And it's not only purchasing cars from him. He goes deeper into their life. He doesn't, you know, a car sale is a car sale to him. 
It doesn't matter. He wants to know the individual. He wants to know what they're looking for, what they're using it for, and how much they're willing to spend. If he doesn't have it, he's not going to try to sell them something they don't want. He's going to, he literally will send you away from him to another dealership because they have the car that you are looking for. He doesn't care about the sale. He cares about the individual, the human being. And, oh, I just, I take that to heart. And that's exactly how the the man that I want to be, that's how I want to live my life. He doesn't care about the money anymore. And I think that's the biggest transformation that I've been able to learn from him is that, you know, it was nice having the big house and the fancy cars and all those things, but it really took away the freedom and the love of life that you can have by, you know, by being consumed by work all the time from now being able to spread love and spend more time with individuals such as myself. He comes down and visits us. And I just, honestly, I learned pure dedication from him. No matter what the circumstance, I never watched that man give up once throughout my life. There is no such thing as giving up when it comes to him. And he's the one that taught me that. And that's why I'm on this path and I will not give up. I don't care if I have to get a side job this summer. I don't care what I have to do. I will push through and I'm not going to give up on this dream that we have. So knowing that I'm not going to give up, I also know that I have to pave my own way. All through school, we're given steps, you know, kindergarten through 12. You're step one, two, three, four, and then you go into middle school and then high school, and then you're supposed to go to college, and then you're supposed to do this. And all these 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 roads are just paved for you. Well, as being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, they're not they're not paved that way. You have to find your own way, you have to test, you have to do all these different things to find out what works. And I will continue to find out what works, and I'll continue to provide value for the people that I love to serve. So I'm going to continue to fix these problems and I'm going to do it as they arise. And this is my epiphany from, from this story and what I've honestly learned from my dad besides obviously the dedication and everything. But in my recent days and in the past year, I've noticed that I take problems and I let them, them hold me back. So looking, looking at my dad and what he did, he jumped in to whatever the situation was. I remember he, he bought a house that had a caved in basement and he had no idea what he was doing and he was going to fix it up just to make money or not just to make money to, to, for us to live in there. This is one of the first homes before he had all the money. So we needed a place to live. So he bought this and he had no idea what to do. But guess what? He figured it out. He he lifted up the house. He had people come, you know, remold the basement, whatever they had to do. And he fixed it one step at a time. He didn't know how to do it, but he figured it out. I sit here and I, I, I sit back and look at all the possible problems that may arise. And then I see these problems and I want to I want to know how to fix them in case they come. And, oh, this this gets me because I know that I don't need to do this. I know that it's holding me back. But the perfectionist in me makes me want to – makes me feel like I have to know all of these things to be an expert. 
in every aspect of my business. But I need to jump in, put things out, make our program, get it in front of people, get people in, and ask and figure out what needs to be fixed, what they would like to see more of, and fix the problems as they come. That's how I'm going to be successful. And that's why I wanted to jump on here today and and let you guys know where I'm at, the struggles I've had, and um, what it is that I'm going through. So I appreciate you being here and listening. I hope that this was able to help somebody today. Just don't figure out all the possible problems. Jump in, whatever it may be. Don't let your mind get in the way. I learned this thing lately, count to five, because after five, your procrastination will come in, your doubts will come in, and you're more than likely not going to do it. So whatever it is, just like a launch of the spaceship, five, four, three, two, one, and go. Do not question yourself. Do it. Fix the problems as they arise.